Hello and welcome to A Year of War and Peace, Day 18. Today, oh, I'm Brett. I'm Logan. And today we are reading Volume 1, Part 1, Chapter 18. The Count Bazukov is having a sixth stroke. The doctors pronounce him as there's no hope for recovery. And then all these people start gathering at the Bazukov Manor, just sort of waiting to see what happens, waiting for him to die. All these, all these like hangers on who I don't yeah. really know who they are. There's like a cleric the under, and like the, a woman. Dude, I hope he has spared the dying prepared. I don't think he, I don't, I don't think it's going to help. I don't think help. he does though. I think it's too late. Um, I like that the the undertakers are like, yeah, that's I a really, cool detail. I really like, I picture them like hiding in the bushes and mm, like moving yeah. like a uh, murder of crows, like all kind <laughs> of like together, like making these dark forms but they're just hiding in the bushes yeah and then prince vasily seems to be overseeing oh, the management of the of the count's death he's seeing everyone in and out the moscow military governor visits and vasily he's at his slimiest here yes he is he and and so the main the main action of the chapter is as the count is dying as he's in his death throes he has uh, the Dr. Lorraine says that the le- the latest he will make it is that he will die th- during the night if he even makes it that far. And Vasily has some last minute machinations with yes. the eldest of the princesses, uh, Katish, who is referred to as one of the Mamontov sisters. And her full name is Katerina Semyonovna. She's the eldest of those three yeah, niece three princesses. princesses who were bullying Pierre a few when he got when he got back to Moscow. Yeah. Here's a thing that I always fail to consider is that people just died in their homes at like that was like the norm was to die in your home as opposed to a hospital or like something. Like a hospital. I was listening to a podcast called Morbid and they were talking about um the fear of vampires in New England and how a big part of that came from the fact that people died in their homes and like having these like death rituals that you would have to do in your home mm-hmm. to make sure that the soul like passed on properly but that's just and then people just go on living there i mean what else are you going to do just right? tear down the whole no, thing right exactly like what else are you going to do but like someone's eventually going to move into that room yeah and you'll yeah. be like oh yeah Count Bazukov the first died here <laughs> and laid sick in this bed and had like six strokes here. Like, what? That's great. Like that's still a perfectly good house. I don't house. know why that just blows my mind of just having like generation upon generation of people die in this home. Mm, mm. It's a funny there was one line, um well they're, they're like giving him all his like last rites and everything, and the people are talking about him outside, and someone says, um, doesn't look his age, does he? And they say, no, he's over 60, exclamation point. Which is like... Dude, he's old as balls. Old as balls at the time. <laughs> he's over 60. But yeah, he's he's just dying in his bed. All the people gathered around, doctors and priests Literally and all nightmare way to go. <laughs> is you, you're just like trying to die and there's like 60 people oh, in... Whispering outside Whispering and talking. And, and you can hear and them. You can like... They're just beyond the door, so you can hear them and you know that they're there. And there's probably 15 more people inside the room with you. Yeah. I would just kind of, like, want to be alone, man. Yeah. Like, maybe one or two people. Maybe my dog or something. <laughs> not not the whole entourage. Hey, man. Um, the main action of the chapter is Prince Vasily rushing around, trying to secure the inheritance his machinations with the princess Katish is his nickname for her. What does that mean? I think it's just Katarina is her name. So I think I it's just, just a like nickname a, for it's Katarina. A nickname for Katarina, yeah. But 
Katish seems to not be concerned. The princess is, is unconcerned about the inheritance. Apparently, the count wrote a will bequeathing his estate to Pierre entirely, but Katerina seems to think that doesn't matter because Pierre is illegitimate. Yeah. But Vasily informs her, and it seems to take a while for her to understand this, informs her that the count wrote a letter to the emperor requesting a formal adoption of Pierre for Pierre to be formally considered his son legitimately. He hasn't sent the letter yet, but it's somewhere in his affairs, and when he Why dies... Why hasn't he sent the letter great yet? Great question. Like, I don't know. That's that's something that pisses me off when people... There's like a movie or like books about inheritance. There's always like this one piece of paper that <laughs> everyone needs and it would seal the deal. Just send the letter. I don't know. I don't know why. You're he, uh... one of the richest men alive, at least to these people. Of course, there's going to be like seven people vying for your inheritance. Just send the letter, man. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. Make it easier. I'm not sure. But Vasily needs to find out where this letter is, because if, it, if the count dies and the letter reaches the emperor, then Pierre will be legitimized and he will receive the full inheritance according to the will. But otherwise, I suppose it would have to be divided amongst his legitimate heirs, who are the princesses and Vasily. Yes. So he's trying to get it through to the princess that this matters, and she seems to be just dismissing Pierre because he's a bastard. He's a bastard. Everyone thinks low of Pierre. Pierre's playing the long con. This is all part of Pierre's strategy. Dude, I don't, think no, I don't know what Pierre would do with all that money. I don't think Pierre knows what Pierre would do with all that money. <laughs> I don't think he's ever thought about it. No, I don't think... There's not a thought in his head that isn't Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> and Boris. He would, he would do, and Andre. He would fund Napoleon's invasions. He would. He would. <laughs> he would betray Russia. Um, so yeah, they go back and forth on this for a while, and then Katish finally seems to understand the gravity of the situation, and then she realizes what must have happened. She says that like a year ago... Anna Mikhailovna visited the Count and talked a bunch of shit about her and her sisters. And then immediately after that, the Count... Okay, but her and her sisters kind of suck, so I would also talk mad shit about them. Yeah, but she seems to be upset because I guess her sisters have been, like, caring for the aged Count for the last year or more. That sucks, but also maybe you shouldn't be mean to people. That's true. What goes around comes around. What goes around comes around. The Count's always on Team Pierre, though. Yeah, I mean, I am too. Especially, like, with Prince Vasily trying to keep Pierre out of the Count's room as he's dying. Yeah, and yeah. The princesses aren't helping. Like, that's still his son, man. Yeah. I'm curious why the Count likes Pierre so much. We have we have heard a lot about the two of them, but we haven't seen anything in terms of their relationship with each other. I mean, I think it's probably because Pierre doesn't seem to give a shit about how yeah. rich the Count is. Maybe. And the rest, that's all that's the motivation behind everyone else wanting to interact with the count yeah like prince vasily wants his fortune the princesses are probably probably only taking care of him because they know that there's some money in it right so it's it just seems like that is the motivation for their care of him rather than yeah and that makes with all the people gathering and the undertakers he's probably surrounded by all of this stuff all the time pierre's a his breath of fresh air P.O.P.R. Oh, Pierre. Oh, Pierre. That's the count. P.O.P.R. And then at the at the conclusion, Vasily uh, imports the importance of finding and destroying this letter to the emperor. And Katerina Simeonovna reveals that she knows it's hidden in a portfolio <laughs> under his pillow in his bed. In his 
<laughs> I wrote in my um in my book that they're basically like they're talking about um how oh they know it's Anna Mikhailovna that said something mm-hmm. to make the count not like them anymore. And I wrote this whole conversation is very Robert Downey Jr. Oppenheimer and Einstein <laughs> and Oppenheimer. <laughs> Robert, I forget his character's name, but his entire, literally his entire character motivation is like, Oppenheimer said something to Einstein to make him hate me. (laughs) And Einstein, he like didn't say anything at all. Einstein (laughs) just hates his guts. Yeah. So by the end of the chapter, Vasily and Katish need to find this letter and destroy it so that Pierre won't get his inheritance. Uh oh. Uh oh. Rankings. Chapter 18, we have Vasily Katish and the Count. Who would play the best in a game of poker? I think the Count is... No, Prince Vasily's the best. The Count's second. Katish is last. Mm. Katish, is, she sucks. Yeah. She has no poker face. No. She doesn't, she doesn't have her head in the game. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's, living, she's living life through her eyes, which is great. Except it is very much not a life of truth. <laughs> um, so Katisha's last, the Count is second, and Prince Vasily is winning. Fair enough. Absolutely. All right, is that everything for today? I think that's everything for 18. All right. Not too much to, not a, not a whole lot. Decent sized chapter, but yeah, not, pretty much just them arguing with each other. And introducing that there's a lot of people in the house. Yeah, yeah. And so the Count's dying, so we'll see how the inheritance kerfluffle develops from here.